This is Ron Leary, illustrator for Upper Deck Marvel Cards, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. For those about to rock, knowing rad. I, I could quite get into that song and play it for a lot longer, but I think we that should probably. Stars Metal. I've never heard of that song. I just, I just, I just, I type, what did I type in? I typed in metal music. <laughs> that's the <laughs> best. Cool. And that's the top result for a video. It's, that's it's, pretty it's a song funny. called Metal by Death Stars, and it's had almost 12 million views since November the 4th, 2011. That's a lot of views. That's a lot of views. That is a lot, a lot of views. views. And they're going for it as well. I love it. Out. Hey, man, fully commit. It, well, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. There'll be more metal you've later on in the show, folks. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. Um, welcome, buddy. Welcome. Hey, it's bud. Officially, How's it's it going? A, it's officially the fall, as you say it, over there. It is the fall. It is now in September. Miami, it's still be summer. But yes, in North Carolina, it is now. We're starting to see some uh, cold weather over here. Oh, we're not here. I'm I'm literally I'm sweating my bips off over here. Um It's as, been hot over as there for what oh, I've been hearing. It's yeah. Hot. Yeah, and it's been gnarly. And it's just it's just muggy today as well. Anyway, mm, enough about the weather in England, folks. The How weather. are you? <laughs> How I'm are good, you, buddy? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm I'm also I'm asking our listeners actually. I've already asked you. How are you, listeners? Oh. I don't think you're gonna get an answer, but I'm with you. Oh no, there are maybe they can phone message in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, uh, set up um, the M- dial one eight hundred the MCC podcast. Um, tell, for- tell us how you feel. <laughs> I'm one of those agony art columns. You don't get in, you'll get Norin. Yeah, <laughs> and if you do, good luck. Good luck. Uh, good, luck. good luck. Good luck to you. Um, we have first a of all, case of people jumping over bridges today. We don't know why. <laughs> jumping over or off. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Whatever's going to get the coolest effect. Well, yeah. if you're going to go, you got to go well. You whatever I mean? works. You can't just like. Yeah, on. whatever works. You got to go with style. Yeah. You got to go with yeah. style. You got to go with style and leave a big hole. Um, so we. Uh, where do I start? I've got lots of stuff to talk about this week. There's I a want lot to of stuff about, to talk about. Well, I want to talk about because this is the first episode we've recorded since my return from America, America. A half of our listeners have stood up and put their hands over their chests like they do at the beginning of sports. We day. have very patriotic listeners. We, we've always known that. Yeah. Well, I, it's crazy. I I saw it when I went to um, I went to an NFL game like a preseason. My Ooh. first ever one on American soil, and I, I did find it fascinating watching how people respond. And there's nothing unusual in how they responded. It's just a very American way to, that people respond when you know when the national anthem is played and when they do that salute to service halfway uh-huh. through the game. It's it's it, it was fascinating watching it. Fascinating watching it uh, from an from an outsider's point of view. Um, 
because we it's we very strange of, we, we kind of have that in the uk but we don't yeah i don't know it's it's yeah it was great i loved it i had a, I had a really good vacation thank you for asking very straight that's awesome i'm glad you had a great vacation i've been talking to you about your vacation for you quite have. some time now you have been talking to me about my vacation for quite some time so mm-hmm. um the main thing that i did that's kind of um of interest to our listeners um uh, aside from putting on seven pounds <laughs> you went to um, america you're, you're lucky it's not more yeah tell me about it um was um going to boston fan expo which is kind of almost a month away now uh, from from so when I actually went. Um, and let me tell you, it was incredible. I loved it. I'm sure. Um, I was only there for the day. And honestly, when I got there, it was kind of like, well, let me back up a sec. I had brunch beforehand with my two wingmen for the day, Matt Fuller Ew. and Pankit Shah. You can find yeah, both baby. of them on Instagram. Uh, Matt is ODC Sketch Cards, I believe. Yeah. Uh, OCD rather than ODC. Um, and Matt Fuller is Cat Vaults 41, I believe. Does that sound right? I've probably right. muffed it. I've probably muffed it. Anyway, you'll find them on there. Uh, they're both um, uh, fine gentlemen, fine collectors, and it was just really nice to meet other collectors in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. So we had a nice brunch, and then we wandered down to the um, convention centre, and uh, it's a good job we did because the queues had kind of gone, so we could just kind of swanny in. That's smart. Um, and it was absolutely rammed. I mean, it was it was busy. Um, it's the kind of thing that you'd look at and you go, coronavirus likes this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I stayed masked for most of it when it got to kind of towards the end of the day. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> I need to take it off for a bit. Um, but it was fine, yeah. you know, didn't catch anything and people were being very respectful and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And there was a lot of, a lot of hand washing and sanitizer everywhere. So that's good. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. Had a good old mooch around. Um, let me let me give you the highlights. So I met. So there are two artists that I met who we know who we've got intros for. So at the top of this show, you will have heard one of them. Um, I'm probably going to do Ron Leary, even though I met both Ron Leary and George Vega. S- simple reason being is we used George, and George came on an episode not George. You know, not too long ago. Um, but well, George, we'll use you in a, in a few weeks' time. Don't you worry about that. So I'm going to use Ron because Ron was made back on episode seven. His intro. Whoa! And I, I don't think we've used him since. Um, oh, that's a shame. That's yeah. so funny. So let's give Ron. So Ron Leary. Uh, I think he goes by Ron Leary Junior. Actually, um, lovely, lovely guy. Um, I met him kind of towards the end of the day. It took a while to find him. When we did find yeah. his table, he'd gone off for a break. Um, wow. Turns out, as I found out when, when we came back, that he'd gone to have a photo op with Ewan McGregor. What? Him and his daughter. Yeah. So he's got this fresh photo Aww. there of them both with Ewan McGregor, and they, they both look like really, really pleased to have, to have done it. Um, That's so cool. But, yeah, no, Ron was really sweet, and we had a good old chat, and, and I, I – promised ron we'd we'd have him on soon because i'd love to talk to ron a bit more and get to know him a bit he's he's a fiercely talented man um he's awesome yeah so um so i got a print from him which was good a black cat print i'll put a picture of it on the tasting notes um and uh but earlier in the day i met and then circled back to a couple of times george vega he had a really good end spot um 
And George was was just lovely. Um, you know, bear hugs all around to everyone. Um, really sweet guy, really enthusiastic, like lovely him. to talk to. He had lots of really good stuff there to show, some good PSCs, some blank sketch official sketch card stock, uh, mainly Marvel, but a few others. Um, what else? He had loads of prints, loads of comic book covers, you know, loads of good stuff. Yeah, got my original Vega right here. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, he did a great job. He's you know good. what? I don't think you've shown me that. I've sh- I know. I know. I've shown you my. Ca- I don't think I've seen that. Really? That's brilliant. Isn't it Mar- great? That's Marvel Premiere 2017. Yeah, I don't have the surfer on that stock because he was banned. Nice. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's an that's a lovely card. That beautiful card. Though. He did a great job. Yeah. He did a wonderful job. He's a great surfer artist. I mean, he's a great artist. Period. But he surfer's is so good. I haven't got it with me at the moment, but um, I got two cards. I got him to do two cards for me. Um, yeah, I'm I'm like in the mode of like, or categorizing everything so everything just happens to be next to me. Yeah, like really next to me. Yeah, no, mine, mine's in the other room, but I'll put them on the tasting notes. And in fact, I can definitely show you pictures of them. Um, so let me find that while while we're talking. So I um, I got him to do me a black cat on. Spider-Verse stock. Uh, oh, damn. On AP, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. So he did, he did me basically a black, black and white sketch, which, you know what? There aren't, there aren't enough of those around. I mean, they really are. They are. They're just not – they're locked up. Oh, yeah. But, no, on you, <laughs> you know, because people don't is. do them anymore. That's the, that's the thing. Um, and I really wish well, they did. they're not allowed to, right? They have to have colors. Isn't that part well, of the agreement? Yeah, exactly. But I'm kind of like – you know what? I'd really like it if they, if, if they could just do them again, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would too. I would like a um, case incentive like they did in Fantastic yeah, Four 2008. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Well, no, not a case incentive. It was like black and white. And yeah, it was, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so, um, and so I did that and I got him to do a PSC uh, for my daughter. Wow. Um, and he did a spider Gwen for her because she's really getting into her female characters i mean she's loving them um yeah she really is a great character yeah yeah and he he did an absolutely banging job so i'll I'll put photos of all these on the tasting notes um because for the life of me i can't find them now even though i've posted them onto the group um (laughs) oh here we go here we go right let me just quickly share my screen with you now so at least you can see it live and people can ooh and ah over the reactions so where are we so can you see here there's george so George, I love that photo of you guys. Yeah, so that, that's that's Pankit, myself, George, and Matt. Uh, see, I'm rocking my podcast T-shirt there. You guys look great. Um, and that's George, and that's my black cat one. Just about oh wow, yeah, look at that. Uh, it's really nice. It's got beautiful cross. Man, I'll put a close. So ah, dude, sketches with negative space around them. I know, I love it. They're just not done enough. They yeah. look so good. And then he did, and then he George did that, great, that, that little little PSC of uh, Spider Gwen for my girl. She loved it. And look, Those he's rocking great, the podcast man. badges I gave him. So yeah, um, it Rockstar. was absolutely wonderful. Um, and who else did I meet? I met someone that we're interviewing next week, so I'm not going to spoil that. Um, so um, and that person was lovely. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to interviewing that person. Um, who else did I meet? There's Ron. There's that's Ron and the scan I got Ron. from him. So that'll be on the tasting note. Ron's a sturdy lad. Look at him. He looks after himself. He hits the good. gym. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a he's a big boy, um, in in, in a good way. Um, so there's Ron and that wonderful Prince. That's Beautiful that's a Prince. J. Scott Campbell homage that he did. Wow. He had the original painting of that there as well. Did he? Yeah, wow. really nice. he had lots of original stuff there. Um, I met Joe Rubenstein. Nice, Joe Rubenstein. Um, How cool is that? Yeah, he's a my goodness. He's got a dry sense of humour. Lovely guy, but dry sense of humour. Um, oh, really? He was just sitting there doing his thing. Um, so, yeah, I've got a black cat, um, pen and ink, in fact, which I've got here. So I can actually show you that on my crappy-ass webcam. Um, again, there's pictures of all these will be on the tasting notes. Look at that. That's so cool. Isn't that nice? So that's kind of a comic book's backing board size. It looks good. Um, it looks really good. Yeah. So what he did, he had a box that you could go through where these were in. And they were penciled. Mm-hmm. So, and you had two prices on there. One if you wanted to buy the pencils as they were, and one if you wanted to ink them. Oh, nice. So I just pulled it out. It was uh, literally, I'd gone through the whole box and I hadn't found any black cat. It was literally the second to last one I found. Wow. I like, Joe Rubenstein. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm here. I'm never going to, probably never going to meet him again. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I gave him the dollars and, and went off and did the rest of the con and he inked that. Isn't it that looks awesome. It's really nice. It's a lovely piece. Lovely piece. Really, really nice. Not every day you get you get um, someone like that to do stuff. No for way. You. He's on so many legendary books. Yeah, it's he's on crazy. that original um, four issue um, Wolverine series. Yeah, he worked on uh, Surfer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got a sketch card from him. Yeah, just recently. Yes, and well, he, not he, from he was, him, but one that yeah. he did. He he was on. Was it Masterpieces? Not two thousand seven. He did sketch cards for. Or was it really? Yeah, nice? I, I think he's he did a quite a few. The one I have, I think, is Marvel's seventieth anniversary. Oh, okay, cool. 70, 70 years of Marvel, I think, is the one I have. Right, okay, yeah. I don't have any sketch cards by him, so I'd love a Black Cat sketch card by him. Um, I think he he did he did a few. I, mm. I don't think that's going to be like terribly. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think those are like hidden or anything. No. Maybe oh seven or oh eight, but mm. I think he did quite a few. What I'd love to do is get some MCCW sketch card stock. Um, Jalen, if you're listening, into the hands of people like Joe. I don't think Ron Leary's got any. I don't know if George Drager's got any. I don't think he has. But, uh, yeah, those those guys, they do the con circuit a lot. So that's exactly the kind of um, – That would be really that'd cool. That would be really cool. Um, who else did I meet? Uh, let me scroll through these. There's George again. Uh, I didn't put the photo up there. Um, but I met um, – Yes. Jonathan Frakes. From Star Trek yeah. Generation. And I was oh seventh heaven, mate. <laughs> it was so cool Dude, to meet him. It was so was cool so to meet awesome. him. Awesome. And you know, I got my photo up. So I'll put that on the tasting notes as well. I didn't post it in group because it's not Star Trek, technically speaking. So freaking cool. And I met other people as well. I met um JK Woodward, who did loads of next generation covers, did Fallen Angel uh for DC. Oh, wow. Um, really nice guy. Um, don't think he's done much Marvel, if any, uh, to be fair. Um, but yeah, really sweet guy. Um, uh, briefly met Frank Cho, who um, I got a print. Uh, That's cool. From um, I like Frank Cho. Yeah, he, yeah. I, 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 he seemed a bit. You know the, the hot, yeah, the hot, the hotter end of the artist spectrum. I think they've probably got less bandwidth to have a chat with you because they're just like people are just like piling onto their 
that table? Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't doubt. No, I mean, no. it's very weird when you meet some of these artists. I forgot who I met in Heroes Con. Yeah. That I was really put off by them and yeah. probably best that I don't remember. <laughs> but um, because I don't want to say it on air. But yeah, I was kind of like. He was, not, was, he was nice enough, and it was very understandable why he was a little bit um, off with me. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, I, yeah. no, I was saying I really him. liked a piece of his work, um, and it turns out it was a Terry Dodson book. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, that that would do it. <laughs> so that'll do it. Um, that'll do and it. Then, and then Steve McNiven was next to him, so Pankit queued up to, to, to speak to him. And they were all masked up. So there's Steve McNiven and a guy next to him. So Pankit went up and had a chat to this guy and said, oh, I really like your work and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, the guy the guy replied, oh, yeah, thanks very much, and um, uh, and, and was quite short with Pankit. And Pankit came away like, but, mm, you know, that wasn't that was very nice. And then oh, Pankit, yeah. Pankit came up to me later and said, I just went back, I'd spoke to the wrong guy. It wasn't Steve McNiven. <laughs> so he actually Both went back and spoke you. to the real Steve McNiven. Um, and they had a little bit of chat of a chat about um, – about mistaken um, identity. No, about the cards that Steve <laughs> McNiven had signed, because obviously he was in Marvel Annual nineteen twenty, I believe. And yeah. it, from his point of view, he just signed a, a sheet of stickers, so he'd yeah. never actually seen the card. That's the problem with stickers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So they never get a chance um, to see the card. Yeah, it's just it's these massive, mm. not massive, but they're. Mm. Way bigger than eleven by seventeen sticker yeah. sheets. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Just go down the row. Yeah, and he, he does he does remember doing the um uh, the beginnings ones because obviously they're on card. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The covers. Yeah, right. The breakthrough issues. That's right. Uh, so yeah, Pancake got a print from him, which was superb. So you know we all came away with good stuff, um, nice. and a lot less uh, cash. So yeah, it was good. <laughs> you it was really good. Um, I can't <laughs> say there was a massive amount in the way of cards there. Um, there was, yeah. I think I saw one vendor with some Pokemon Magic stuff graded, and they had some 94 mm holophores graded as well. PSA. Um, there was another guy who had an original 1960s. Was it the Don Russ, the first set? Um, yeah. He had that. He had the empty box of that, and he wanted 600. <laughs> um, and and then he had the 70s set. You know, the second one. That was stickers as well. I think it was a tops one. If yeah, I remember top correctly. sticker, seventy five yeah, or seventy six. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He had that sealed. And he wanted three grand for it. Wow. Um, so, and I've no idea if those are fair values or not. But we we just kind of nodded and, and and walked on. He was wearing a wonderful cloak. That's all I can remember about him. He was a big guy and he was wearing a wonderful wait, cloak. So, wait, 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 wait. So the seller not only had. $600 on an empty box. Yeah, the first empty but box. But then who had a giant cloak on yeah. or trench coat? No, a cloak. A full-on, like, wizard's cloak you with, like, embroidery and with a cloak? Yeah. I mean, he was That's an old dude. He was, was in his 60s, and he was quite fat, but he was sat down. With a cloak? Um, yeah. And, you, okay. I This guy, this has to be a whole episode. Yeah, the I didn't get a photo, unfortunately. Overcharging. Then, and we spoke to someone else who was the most random fella the most random fella, and we are absolutely interviewing him because, oh, my goodness me, no social media presence whatsoever. Black Hole okay. Collector. Black, oh, Hole Collector. Black Hole Collector. He's got about 900 sketches. Wow, what sets? Uh, almost everything I could possibly name. 
Wow. That's I, I, I'm not going to bury the lead and talk about it now because it's going to be the most bonkers episode because if he's got the kind of verbal energy he had when he was talking to us, it's going to be the kind of episode where people are listening going, I've got no idea what's going on right now, but I'm loving it. <laughs> was he a vendor or just yes. a guy? Yes. Uh, yes, very I'll, cool. t- I'll tell you off air and show you some photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really don't want to want to want to. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, no, the he, word. He, he was a character. He was a character. Um, so yeah, so all awesome. good. <laughs> Nothing bad. So yeah, it was great. And then yeah, the next day I went up to New Hampshire to join the fam, and um, you know, just um, the day after that, I was floating in a lake in New Hampshire on you know covered like in you sunscreen do. yeah covered in sunscreen and um yeah having a whirl of time so while i was away <laughs> while i was away nice segue here um oh before here we, we move go. on before we move on ron leary um his links to his stuff are in the tasting notes i can't remember his instagram feed off the top of my head but ron leary is 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 a dude is a god get commission from him he's a really nice fellow and ron come on the show soon please um so while I was away, um, um, something something dropped, Norin, and I'm not talking something about my bank balance. Um, the first Marvel release to come out from Upper Deck, that's a physical release, not just an EPAC release. Almost yep. the first one this I can't remember when annual broke physically from last year, but it was delayed. I can't remember if that was just before or just after the new year. So it's either the first or the second oh, yeah, set this year. Either. So it's people were thirsty for, for Spider-Man. Drink your milkshake. Metal Universe, which is what we are going to talk about today. No. We are. We are going to talk about that no, today so. because we've both experienced I the product. Am. We've both experienced the product. Um, and we did that box break the other day. Um, we did. We killed know, it. It's, it's so exciting. I'm going to play this again. That's enough of that. Thank you. Um, See, I think if, if I could be honest, yes, I think you kind of miss a beat on that one. <laughs> anyway, Spider-Man Metal Universe. So um, we did a box break in the week, uh, which was great. Um, loved it. Really enjoyed it, actually. It was possibly one of the most enjoyable. I haven't done many box breaks. I can probably count on one hand the number I've done. Um uh but um yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed I've sat it sat in lot. on a lot you've sat in on an awful lot, lot. Line. yeah oh yeah they're yeah. a blast um, i really enjoy them so I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to the first one that i saw any of which was day of release ali from titan bless her did did how, was it 10 cases rockstar yeah 10 10 cases 10 um, or 12 i think it was 10. yeah in cosplay as silk yeah, that was cool. That was cool. She had the mask on That's for like true. for a little while. <laughs> Poor woman. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, she um she's 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 <laughs> it was funny. She's great. It was funny because like she was she was doing the, the opening and I saw the thumbnail, but I was busy, so I came in later on the break and I got there and everybody was like, Nor 
it. And it was all the usual suspects. And That's I hilarious. died because it was just all of us on there just commenting and trying to get, trying to see what the product looked like mm. and the hits and knowing the colors and all that fun stuff. So it was pretty, it was a pretty funny, uh, funny break. Well, I hopped on. I was, I was wondering, I couldn't really be on because I was with family and we were literally wandering around Boston. Um, and um, someone messaged me and said, oh, she's just pulled um, an Amazing Spider-Man 194 comic cut. So mm. I hopped on the feed and she um, she saw that I'd popped on and she went back to it. It was literally only a couple of minutes gone past. She went back to it. And it was the Alpha, one of 45, I believe. Wow, I didn't um, know that. Comic cut. Yeah, um, from that issue. Um, and that, well, I'm going to start there because even though I haven't held a comic cut in hand, I love the look of them for this. I, you know, when I saw them, and I didn't get a good look at him. I was like, this is over-designed, like because mm. of all the Spider-Mans on the borders mm. and stuff, because mm. I like them mm. a little cleaner. Mm. But I have to admit, I was really I've seen them up close now and I've seen I've seen the way they look and yeah. I actually quite dig them. I yeah. think they're a lot better than I, I than I originally assumed. I do. They're so much better designed. Well, let's let's get this out of the way right away, because this is our, our review um episode. I'm This this set, sorry, <laughs> something's really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let it. I'll let it out. That da da. I'll let it out. That da da. Um, it doesn't matter. It's a I'm just kidding. It's fine. Um, now I went onto our Instagram. And someone's commented on one of our things, like really, like in a really bizarre way. I don't understand. Oh yeah, baby. Who's Who this? and what did they say? Who's this? Someone, someone called RBDY Ralph Brian Die has commented on our box break video. Mm. I love your song. My money don't jiggle, jiggle it folds. What does that mean? That that's on our box break video. What? Yeah. Anyway, that's a song. It's from a reel. Yeah, I just don't know. But it's not. It's Can not reference that. No, I don't remember. I've never heard that song before in my life. Oh, it's funny. Who that is? It's a it's, funny little reel thing. Yeah. But it's just so out of out of the blue from anything else. Anyway, so what I wanted to say was, um, based on opening this set, the quality and the design is so much better than X Men Metal Universe. Oh yeah, no, um, no. They, you know they're, they're just the, the quality out of the packs. You know the edges, the the cutting, um, the the foiling, the coloring. But there is they well the, yeah the there's some, they, there are the there are that, issues but yes. there are plenty of, yeah there are issues but I will say that after we spoke to them and the community spoke to Upper Deck yeah. and had that be- really brilliant discussion before oh, they yes. came out with that mm. I think making that change where the metal logo and the yes. metal tag where the name sits changing right. that to those colors That's to right. make the match mm. was the best thing they could have done. I still think they need to go the extra mile and put the type of insert on the back. I really of the card. wish they and, would. Yeah, and they. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make this like a. Uh, <laughs> uh, we might have to sign a petition, but um, <laughs> they have to 100% start putting the artists oh, on the back please. of the card. Yeah. Yeah, that, if that you, you can't have you might be using reference art, but yeah, you might be using reference art. Yeah, but um, not reference art. I want um, it all. Yeah, you can't do that. Like you have to have that mm. information on the back. Mm. I just think it's completely. 
I think it'd be good for the team who's picking the picture so they can double check themselves. But Absolutely. those names need to be on the back of the card. Absolutely. I, I think so. Uh, but it, it really wouldn't hurt you to put the put the name of the parallel in the back, especially as I'm seeing yeah. now. I didn't want to uh, get onto the blasters just yet, but in the blasters, there's the yellow um, FX parallel. And that is so similar to the gold from what I'm seeing on the pictures. Um in the in the crazy kind of mm ninety four holophore way with the golden yes. <laughs> bronze on that one, it's yes. uh, I think it's even closer. Um, but you know, just the in terms of the base card, just the the the, the quality of the printing on them, um, the edges. You know, I mean, we I mean for for X Men Meta, I remember seeing a stack of base cards, and you looked at the side of it. It's a mess. It looked you know, like, uh, but if you look at the sides of these, they're all they're all really clean. uniformed, like yeah. they're supposed to be. They're nice. Yep. You know, they look like they look like they've just come out of a pack. Now, I'm not going to say it's entirely a slam dunk on that front because the box that we broke on on air had this uh, precious metal gem, red. Yep, um, which was nice. But I don't know if you saw on on the feed. There's a there's a white corner at the bottom, just a tiny white on the corner there. Uh, if I get it close, corners. I mean, corners there. are corners. And that was on the drives bottom. me crazy are those edges. Those edges look like they were cut with like rusted knives sometimes. Yeah, this like, one's not is, bad. This not one's right. fine. This one's fine on that the one, edge. That one looked good on the yeah, feet. I don't this know, one's I'm clean. not there in person. But I've seen some that are pretty choppy uh, in pictures. Yeah, I've seen some that's that are pretty well, – that's why I'm bringing it up. I've seen yeah, enough now. It's a little bit choppy I've on the seen, back. Yes, just the just yes, back yes, edge. Yes, yes, just yes, tiny. Yes, yes. And and PMGs are known for that foiling choppiness. I mean, that's yeah. part of the desirability for PMG grading. But – I think the the thing that's interesting about them is that, at least for this set, it's it's a much bigger improvement from X Men. It feels like some were printed beforehand, some were printed after. I don't it's know possibly, exactly yeah. the yeah. process since I wasn't there, but I will say that what? You I'm, I'm glad. You know, you got to give it to Upper Deck. At least they <laughs> are taking this advice and moving forward. Yeah, you know oh, they I mean? absolutely it's not are. Like it was totally ignored. They absolutely are. I kind of feel like the. They've they've learned from X Men to Spider Man. I kind of feel like that from the feedback from Spider Man, they should yeah. they should be able to get it where they absolutely nail it. Um, I like the Flare Avengers. Flare Ultra Avengers should be yeah miraculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I can only talk about the the uh, with authority about the inserts I've had in hand. I can talk about the other stuff from photos I've seen, but in terms yeah. of the stuff I've had in hand, the Palladiums, I like them. Um, I've seen some that are, that are horrendously off center with loads of foil on one side, and then yeah, they're nothing, they're nothing known for other. being off center palladiums. Like if you look at the 2013 ones, I just had to recently go hunting for a surfer because the surfer raw I had here had a little corner issue. Oh, and all the other ones I've ever seen all have the same corner issue mm. where the foiling's a little just a little off on the very very tip of the corner. Okay. I've never seen a surfer not have that kind of effect. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I recently bought a PSA nine. Mm. with the centering because my centering was a little off yes. um but what i'm happy about which i think is what we're going to get to is that in spider-man metal they're die cut again unlike yes. spider uh x-men metal where That's they right. are the full size of a card now they're officially die cut they're the palladium ti 22s that we know and love and uh they look really clean yeah. i do think how do you so you've seen a lot of these i think the art selection on the X-Men Palladium is far more superior than the selection of Spider-Man than Spider-Man Metal Palladiums. 
Yes, I haven't looked at a massive amount of the X Men ones because that set just just didn't sing to me as well. So I kind of, I kind of did the Amish thing and I shunned it a little bit. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so I might not be the most objective person to ask on that one. Um, but um, uh, now you come on to artwork choices. Uh, I have issues on this set. Yeah, I have issues too. with artwork choices. 100%. Um, so I guess, and it's it's a lot of it is down to the character lineup. If I'm honest with you, um, I'm looking at the checklist here. So I'm, I'm not going to share screen with you because it is just a load of text. <laughs> it's pretty bonkers. Yeah. But I'm looking through it, and it's you know it's you know it's a decent um, checklist. But, 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 there are characters that, with all due respect, Upper Deck shouldn't be in a Spider-Man set. Okay, fine for an Avengers set, fine for an X-Men set, because they're either X-Men or Avengers. And are we I'm talking aware, about just the Palladium? Or I'm, about no, the I'm talking just generally, actually. Generally, um, okay. Specifically, um, sorry, I, 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 I'd rather crudely stumbled off the Palladium stage there. No worries, um, Tommy. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the uh, base set now. So it's 100 cards. Now, I know Fleerotra Spider-Man stayed very true to Spider-Man, and it had a lot of deep cuts on that bench. You know, which so there was a amazing. lot of cards. Yeah, which is great. This set, it feels like, um, and I actually wrote this down. I actually wrote this down. Think about character choice. Keep some authenticity to the set subject without the populist inclusions of characters who might be in the Marvel universe, but not in Spidey's universe. So what I mean by that is that I genuinely don't understand why Winter Soldier is a base card. I don't understand why Vision is a base card. I'm not saying they don't have a place in the set, but your base set at least should stay largely focused on, you know, the Spider-Verse, as it were. And I'm not talking about Spider-Verse as in Dan Slott's kind of storyline and, and, and bridge. No, you're right. I mean, you're you know, I mean the right. name I think for the um, spider It felt like they were placating the MCU audience yes by having these characters in there it also seems to me that they're not going to come out with another metal universe at least for a couple of years mm. maybe two years mm. and i'm sure the next one will be avengers which is makes this is setting fine. more problematic yeah because of so many avengers in here i think the issue i have with so much of this is the the art selection between characters and reuse, which is so ridiculous. They're reusing the art yep. from card to insert. Spider-Man 2099, and this is not the only card. Mm-hmm. That art on the low series is the same art on the Palladium. That oh, to I me, spotted that. That's not good. that to me. It mm-hmm. happens multiple times. That to me, <sighs> that is the most laziest thing in the world. And I'm being very harsh with my language here yeah. because. There's already art that's being reused. For instance, yeah. Yeah. the PMG of the Jackal is the same PMG art. That's right. As Flea Ultra Spider-Man that's 2017. Right. That's right. There is no reason why that art should be repeated. Yeah. From PM now there are two PMG Jackals yeah. with the same art, yeah. same color. Yeah. That yeah. is a really ugly look for a library mm-hmm. for Marvel cards. Mm-hmm. That is not the way to do that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah i hear that is not the way to do that and i'm, I'm looking at like, it. I'm i agree not, with you on the character yeah. selection you're 100 right i wanted to see the spider-man deep cuts man yeah and why is right. why is magneto in in the middle Dude, of the set or sinister. sinister sinister is such a random character pick and it's a reused art from x-men metal yeah yeah at least the high series image i think there's stuff in here i mean i'm just scrolling through it now i mean listen there are some there are some good spider cuts in here don't don't get me wrong there's some really no there's some ones. beautiful um, beautiful yeah, things chameleon, that go the set. uh they've got some really they got some of the really good 80s 90s they got some in there, good like stuff in there. i could like i could see a little less ben parker and may that, in my life that i have Thank an you. issue with right so let's get on to let's get on well here's the thing i'm going to say it now there is absolutely no reason upper deck for there to be a ben parker base card now why is, is that? that why is that ian well the reason is because you repeat him on the low and the high series because Thank of the you. construct of your set you then have nine different parallels outside of the low base and the high base so it means you have 20 ben parker cards you've got your <laughs> you've got your Gold light effects, your grandiose, your yellow light effects, exclusive to a blaster. You've got your PMG red, your pink light effects, your turquoise light effects, your orange light effects, your PMG green, and your purple light effects, one of one. Of Ben Parker. It's, it's ridiculous. I, and <laughs> the worst part about this is the image selection. Oh, Why yeah. in the world? Who is over there doing that close-up cropping of these characters? Yeah. What is that? Now, Ben and Aunt May together, I, I guess. That's get. a beautiful card. If you want to include them, card. if you want to include them, put them together. There but is a card. also an Aunt May card. There is a card featuring Aunt May and Ben, and Ben's sitting down and Aunt May's mm -hmm. looking at him, or mm -hmm. vice versa, I don't yep. remember, and is a sweet card. It's yeah. the card where we all kind of like, oh, that's yep. nice. Yep. Put an Aunt, Aunt May and Ben Parker, mm -hmm. or, you know, Aunt May and Ben Parker, or whatever, couple card. And that way you don't have, like Ian's mentioning, that kind of massive duplication. Yeah. Because now you're just going to have all these duds of no one's going to touch that character yep. at that level. Yep. Yep. It's I'm just... fine. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's it's a it it's a sense. it's a difficult one for me because uh, you know I'm I'm looking at the set and I guess my issue is and this this does tie into the direction I think Upper Deck are going with the sets at the moment, which is that they're creating sets for the secondary market. They're putting in lots of numbered parallels because they are they are seeing okay their their perception is and we've heard this from Grant that there is the value there for the collector in chasing those I, I, and i agree that some sets have that so black diamond is a prime example where yes that is part and parcel of it but it doesn't necessarily work if you move it to a set like spidey metal um you've, you've got so many of these parallels out there now and the the, the the issue the issue at the moment is that the market is is all over the place with it and everyone's pricing it in my opinion a little bit too high uh, when they're selling stuff because they're trying to recoup on the outrageous box prices that they've paid. Um, so the stuff that's out there, I mean, I've seen comic cuts out there in the region of five, six, seven hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> and this is for a comic cut. I know it's numbered, but sit down, people. Let's just just, just think about it. And, and it, it depends on how old. And here's the thing about the people pricing these cards. 
and and I don't know who they are, and and maybe I'm wrong for saying this. Oh yes, you do. Hell, it's it's our podcast. <laughs> it's our it's our podcast. I actually don't know who's selling. I, I know oh, the people. I do. I'll tell you after. Oh, for the okay, for like a comic cut specifically. You're selling uh, just crazy. generally, just generally, just generally. Oh, generally. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, because the people I've been I've been watching a few people open, and most of them, from my understanding, you know, Spidey hits Alonzo and a couple of others are. They're doing the, you know, the thing where they're just like buying the set in a massive amount of product and, mm-hmm. and you know, holding cards and stuff. You know, basically what everyone's been doing since the dawn of time of this. Mm. And, you know, they're buying a massive amount of the set. But the thing that drives me crazy about the prices of these is that people are not really understanding why they're pricing something what makes the difference in price and what's the perspective on the type of insert. For instance, mm-hmm. right now there was a Gwyn Stacy green PMG high series, I believe yeah. that sold for $6,000 or something. Now that high series is um, oh, taken from, no, I'm not oh, no. muted. No, no, uh, sorry, sorry. The no. internet went out. What would you uh, say, buddy? The high series is taken from, so let, let's 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 back up a sec. The low series is designed to be the character as they appear now or a recent appearance. The high series, so one hundred one to two hundred, is the same character appearing in the same order, but as they were at their first appearance or very close to it. It, um, it should be their very first, but yes, well, most of the yeah, time it's some just of them, very close. Some of them are very close. So, for example, with Spider Man, uh, with the Black four Spider Man cards, uh, they're more than that because they've chosen every <laughs> variant of Spider Man that the, the Spider Verse can throw up. Anyway. Um, there is uh, Black Cat, for example, is the same. I'm going to use this term again. The same image from Amazing Spider-Man 194, which by my count has now been used maybe seven or eight times in the last 10 years, <laughs> which is fine. Oh but there are other there are other early appearance <laughs> images of her that can be used. Anyway, but the, the Spider-Gwen one is great because I've not seen – the front cover image from Edge of Spider-Verse 2, it's kind of a, 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 a panel and an extract from it. And it works really well because it's hooded Spider-Gwen and behind you see Spider-Gwen with her hood off. So it looks gorgeous. Right. It looks gorgeous. But the green, was it green you said? It was green. Yeah. How much? $6,000. I mean, it's greens. I mean, it's the it's the highest one. Yeah, there is no of five in this. So... Once you get to green, which is one to ten, so they're numbered one to ten. So they've done it very much like the original. They've gone back to the how they were originally numbered with sports. One to ten is green, and then eleven to a hundred is red. Mm-hmm. So there were ninety Correct. reds and ten greens. Yeah, yeah. So, so the issue I have with a lot of this stuff, and and I'm going to step away from talking about price because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings who bought it. And, and, you know, what do I know? I'm not at that level of collecting. So, you know, I, yeah, because if someone wants to pay, it's 100% could be, they can do, you know, it's not, uh, yeah, I'm 100% wrong on this. So instead of talking about price, let me talk about the repetition of insert types Mm. and the longevity of that insert type talking from a collecting standpoint. Mm. You know, with PMGs from 2013, what people forget is the character selection was very top end because the characters that are in that 2013 insert PMG set are some of them 
maybe like six or seven, even eight are banned characters. Yeah. So you're never seeing those cards repeat. That's right. A lot of inserts are being done that are harkening back to historically important inserts. Uh, even red spectrums are like going to be like this as well. The yeah. repetition of those inserts is really going to drive down mm. the importance of the insert. And I understand there are certain staples of certain sets, so they have to be included. Yeah. I get that. Um, there has to be some human, you, you know, there has to be some structure, some architecture going here in terms of longevity, yes. right? In terms of understanding what has been in the past to what you are building now. One of the most beautiful inserts I've seen this set include, which I think they did a marvelous job at, which I think will be collected for a long time, is the retro retro animated series. Yes, I'm glad you brought that. that up was a wonderful because i don't want to be so negative well, that's I, the I'm, Easter a little, egg. I'm a little i'm a little like they say in always sunny i'm a little hot yeah. about this right i'm going to share screen um, on this, by the way because <laughs> there's there's something i want to show you the retro set is quite stunning keep watching <laughs> in the in the regardless in in how they produced that insert oh it's beautiful it's so, glittery it's kind of it's almost like an anime but it's cell. got cut out holes in it as well it has it's die cut yeah like there's die like that design that choice whoever did that really but that's the easter really egg understood that's the, the easter egg that's the one grant couldn't talk about so there's an easter egg insert this is it okay let me let me go with the language here an Easter egg is not that. That's just something they didn't reveal to us. Well, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It means yeah. something else. Yeah. But the reason I bring up this insert and comparing it to everything else yeah. is that look at that design from top to bottom. Someone mm. spent their time really understanding what that card was going to do. Yeah. They really took the time the, between the the profile picture on the back, mm. the nice write-up, and I don't know if the write-ups are consistent because that's another problem with the set is that the write-up on the back is not about the character on the front, but the set looks pretty clean from what I can tell. I haven't seen all the cards, yeah. but that was Keith who pulled that. That was, that was so I want to give a shout-out. What we're watching while we talk to you is Keith oh, Speroni put a little uh, video up on um, Keith Speroni. In Instagram. Nice guy. Um, we got to get him on. I love He's his nice. surname. He's such as a well. nice guy. Yeah, I love yeah. his surname. Great collection. Um, very nice. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing this is his pull, but um, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. I love it, it. I think he did. This... I just, I just see. This is what I want for the future of Marvel cards. You know what I mean? It's not overdone. It's not like a two hundred thousand parallels of the retro animated card. There's not like a parallel, parallel, parallel. It's just a little set. Nice. They're somewhat set. short Keep printed. It tight. Yeah, it's tight. It's tiny. It's ready to go. It's it's very nice. Killer, love no it. filler on this one. I love it. In my love opinion. It. So I think there's 18 cards in that set. Spidey, I believe someone. I think they released Upper Deck released that list, but they didn't give us all the names, which I like. Oh, there's it's in group. Someone's remember. someone's pieced it together. Someone's pieced. It oh, someone from, pieced it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought Upper Deck. Yeah, there is there what. is a uh, there no. So, so basically, someone's been watching them gradually be pulled and they've been filling Good. it in because it's in alphabetical order is about. yeah it's been alphabet it's, it's in alphabetical about. order so it's there but i mean i can watch Hell this yeah. hundreds of times but for me even though i haven't got that in hand that is the black cat card in the set for me that what without a freaking doubt yeah that i wish spot um, was in it like that i'm so jealous like, i know i wish i had that card well let's 
let's, let's talk about cards that didn't make the cut. So yeah. um, I'm looking yeah. at the checklist here, and the checklist for the base set, the, the one that I'm looking at, which is the one that came from Beckett, I believe, um, still has a spot on there uh, as card number 76 on low series. That's right. And he's also there on high series. I don't know what replaced that card. Do you? Because he's not in it. Um, yeah, I do know what replaced it. They replaced it with another Spider-Man. Oh, um, another one. Great. Okay. Yeah, so that's what they... Because I just had to do this list. <laughs> but they just replaced it with another Spider-Man card. Right, okay. But the issue... And, and I don't know how I have this kind of luck. But basically, <laughs> it's just... You know, it's ridiculous. But Spot just became a banned character recently. What? Um, probably because... Yeah, because they don't want to... They don't want to delude or or <sighs> confuse people with the imagery of Spot because he's coming up in the next Spider Verse movie. Um, yeah. So I actually put <laughs> I put my full display out of my Spot collection. I saw, I saw, um, which I'm very happy with. Yeah, um, very very grateful to own that complete rainbow of hashtag blessed. Seventeen. I'm very happy with it. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy with that set and, and what I was able to do there. But yeah, they took them out. Also, card, oh, it's something for people to know since we're doing a review. Card number 24 of the Palladiums yes. is not there. That's so, right. Ian, were you in on the upper deck talk thing that happened? No, I couldn't do it because it was, you, it was um, too late. It was like 1 a.m. or really late at night. From first, yeah. So, we, we spoke to them and we spoke to our friend Tony, who's in charge of, you know, the building the set. And, We've and, not spoken to him. Is he on Grant's team? Is he one of the product? Guys. He's on Grant's. He was on both reviews for Metal. Okay. Very nice man. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Metal and Spider Man. Very okay. knowledgeable. Um, and he, you know, we they were very good. Once again, they heard all the concerns from everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned the image re- repetition and other things that we talked to them mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. and they were very good about all that stuff. What they said about card number twenty four is that it was Mary Jane. Uh huh. And basically what happened was when it came off the press from what I could piece together from what Tony said, because the connection was a little rough. So we were listening to this thing. It was on a program called Ring Central. And, you know, a lot of questions were being thrown at them. And I think there was like a bunch of confusion things like the Marvel Masterpiece thing. And they were like the the card number 24 thing. People were asking about that. People were asking about quality control. Mm. Um, So a lot of things were kind of like muddled here and there because of the the program we were using but what was happening that was interesting about card number 24 is that it came off the press completely destroyed like it was so roughed up from the sheet that they just they they there was no way they could even pack it it was it wasn't like a rough corner or some rough edges it was like completely destroyed so they did say it was missing they said that they hinted now, who knows if this is going to happen again? It was kind of a weird discussion. Nothing was solidified. You know, there was some confusion here and there for different things. Right. But what they did say was that I put together was that it doesn't mean it won't ever show up. So I don't know if that means they fixed the printing for EPAC mm-hmm. and they just kept it out of the pack. So we'll see that card exclusively on EPAC. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully it does come out so people don't have that whole 
in their collection um unless it fits nine pages and then uh the hole's actually welcomed uh, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah, and exactly. even exactly yeah. <laughs> i just don't remember the numbering oh cool but all um, right that's good yeah. to know that's good to so know. that was that was like a big that was the big thing about that card but i'm trying to think i think there were some other cards on the checklist that they were written on the back differently so the characters yeah. didn't match up. I've right? seen I've seen one where it's got a different I can't remember which one it was now. Did I make a note of it? Oh, um, it was Peter I think it was a black suit there was some comment. No Prowler. I think it's Prowler. Uh, there's oh, a Prowler yeah. card that's the got Rogue the Rogue Gallery yeah. Venom on the front, Prowler written on that's the it. back. That's it. I knew I knew it was there somewhere. Now, those Rogue Gallery ones, now I haven't pulled one of those, but they seem to be quite um, a rare hit. Um, I'm, I kind of yeah. like the look of them. I was I was tempted to go after them, but because of the it's mostly ratios acetate, right? Them, it, yeah, it's an it's like um, is it a thick card though? Yes, Have you seen? Yes, it? yes, yes, it's like a um, uh, Fresnel card. And oh, like it, well, a, it looks like the uh, pixel card, pex, um, plexi cards from Spider Man 2017, the sketches. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought it was thicker, I thought it was like the thicker acetate cards that, um, like the Fresnels were, and like, um, there was a previous, yeah, that's uh, the same one. thing, it's perfect, not, yeah, it is a okay, sticker, it's good, not good, sketch. Good. you're right, yeah, not yeah, the I just thin meant like, plexi it's one, like a but, yeah. thick acrylic, that's right, that's acrylic. it, yeah, um, so those. Those um, those do look good. I tell you what, I am really because I pulled one, and and so obviously. Oh, you did this? No, no, no. I, I'm about to go on to what I'm talking oh. about. Is <laughs> the um, skyscraper shadow box? I like. I like this these. Set. I like these a lot. They're thick boys. As they did a boxes. good job on this. But they look Sha- good. I'm coming around to shadow boxes. Yeah. I have they're for shadow boxes, and I have to be honest, mm. I'm, I'm a fan of the shadow box. Mm. And I, I just, I, I just think they've home run the design on here. The skyscraper yes. shadow box, it just works. The front and back. It did not look good on the cell sheet at all, no, and I was kind of bored by it. And... But I have to be honest, in yeah. person. It's a stunner. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, and that's one of the higher higher up um, black cats for me in that set. They've chosen good art yeah. for that. Um, They've chosen a good art for a lot of them. I yeah. My buddy, who was it? Oh, God, I can't believe I'm forgetting my friend's name. He was on. He did a box for the first time, and he's a huge Daredevil guy. And he was talking about his first box of Spider-Man Metal, and he wasn't sure, and he was a little worried about the money. And he pulled a Daredevil shadow box oh, and i was so happy oh, for him i wish i could remember his name off i just i blanked out but i'm so happy for him it was so cool they're just nice they're really nice and it's so and you know this is like this is a thick card so you're talking eight corners but that is that's beautiful it's beautiful it's pristine it's a great look it's a it's really a great, good and, and the card. image selection on all mm. them the city scrape i really yeah. think that's another winner of the set for yeah. sure um i, I wish they could have had punisher in here in the set oh can you imagine? punisher is perfect for spider-man yeah. it's a shame yeah There's it's, so re- it's a real shame there's so many because the, the universe that crosses over most with um Spider-Man's is of course the the kind of the the Daredevil and the Defenders. Yeah, yeah that's the, the closest level thing. Heroes. Yes, I know Spider-Man is occasionally in the Avengers, but he's you know it's he's it's it's less of a thing. There. It's less of yeah. a thing. He's kind of he helps them out when they're busy, kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, just because he's in the, in it, in the MCU side of things doesn't translate to oh, a comic man. art set, so Don't it doesn't mix. make sense. But Don't what's missing it. from this set for me is Ghost Rider. There is no Ghost Rider. Why is You're Ghost right. Rider not in this set? And Mr. Sinister in this set? Or Magneto? 
or you nailed it. There are people in the set um, that, that just should be there. And, and like uh, Marvel Knights kind of people. Marvel yeah. Knights kind of people, exactly. Um, and those are the people. New York City, Hell's Kitchen, Spidey's always crossing over. There was up. And has historically you know always. What? You know what they should have done for this set that they did back? Well, not they, like Fleer, Impel, Skybox mm-hmm. did back in the day. Team up cards. Oh, a team up subset of this would have been gorgeous. Wouldn't that be the best? I'd rather like, have that than first appearances because first appearances it. is kind of, it's been done yeah, and it's about to be done again in its own set, beginnings. Ugh. So we've kind of done the first appearances. We've done the team ups, dude. I think some of the best cards in Marvel history, not not the best, best, but some of the best. Yeah. Was seeing Wolverine and Spider-Man on the same card together. Hell yeah. Yeah. Or Silver Samurai and whoever. Like there's so many good like team up matchups. Like why not a Moon Knight and Spider-Man? Like how freaking sick would that have been? It would have been, oh God, can you believe? Um, so I'm I'm looking at it as as again, and and there's another there's another one that doesn't quite make sense to me. Well, no, it doesn't quite. It's not that it doesn't quite make sense. So funny things I've observed is low series Doctor Strange is the modern Doctor Strange, and he's wearing a surgical mask. So everyone has that dubbed that card. Pick. Yeah, but everyone has dubbed it COVID Strange. <laughs> that was a ridiculous pick. <laughs> but like, but what? that card is now called COVID Strange in the community. <laughs> it's it's funny, but like <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me chuckle know. when I see people it's write chuckle. it. It's people in the group have started listing it for sale. Oh yeah, I've got this one. COVID strange. It'd be COVID strange. Fifty dollars or whatever. This is so ridiculous. Um, Such a ridiculous. Card. It is. It is funny. a ridiculous card. It's funny. funny, but yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I get uh, Wolverine has that. Probably more crossovers with Spidey than others, and his his low series a hundred. So he's he's card a hundred. They've they've chosen a venomized kind of appearance that was on a front cover. So can I say something very mm. unpopular? Hit me, Daddy. I don't like it. No, I I, I understand why people like the artwork. People, I get it. People get really like, oh, it's Wolverine. Oh, About it's cool. It's brilliant. Right, and they lose their minds. Well. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I'm not a fan. It's too close up. It, okay. Besides image selection, the card is cropped way too close to him. You can't mm-hmm. see the grandiose effect. You can't see the effects that the cards are mm-hmm. kind of being marketed as. Like, yeah, there's, there's, not, there's not enough grandiose it, background on that remember, all the Thor. Yeah. It took forever. Like the Thor's too close too. Like I don't understand this cro- close cropping. It doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. it barely works. I should say that I've seen some cards where I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's like the cloud thing you referenced on the live <laughs> when we were doing it. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Which is like, which, it which card was I referencing? Work. Which card was I referencing? Well, one thing that made me laugh I've seen from, I think it was Eugene um, and shout out by the way, um, people really, really, really digging the interview. They really Eugene. love that interview. Really it was a great it. interview. It was a that lot was of cool. fun. I loved it. So thank you, Eugene, again, for coming on. Um, Eugene did a box break and he's, he's been referring to the, one art make card where it's it's a microscope but it looks like a bong so that card said is that now being too. called yeah. bong may yeah, <laughs> aren't they bong, bong, card. May. bong it. card that's it um so it's so funny um, i died is, too because when i saw funny. it that's the first thought i had it i don't know hilarious. how much that says about me it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious um <laughs> now, a, it is now, funny uh, granted we are being we are being a little bit harsher than we I'm being super harsh. Yeah, you're being super harsh. I actually, all that being said, I do really like the set. You know, I'm, 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 I, I mean, I'm biased. I'm going to say that right now. I'm more of a Spider-Man person than an X-Men person. 
Yeah, but I when I opened X Men Metal, I just felt a sense of crushing disappointment. <laughs> when I, I opened I really this, liked... I felt a sense of curious yeah. optimism um, yeah. because the quality of the cards was so much better, regardless of the, yeah. the design choices that went into them, the just the quality of them. As um, it should be, yeah. Felt, you know, and that's the thing. When Upper Deck produce cards at their normal standard, their normal standard is top-notch, yeah. by and large. Um, and, and here's the thing, like, here's the thing about me that maybe listeners don't know, and I should clarify. The six foot four? If they haven't turned off, you know, like, this guy's an a-hole. Um, <laughs> I've, I am, I'm like, so I'm like this in my profession, uh, which is, you know, whatever. Um, when something's really close to being good, I get even more outraged at the things that are bad because I know Fair that it doesn't take much to just get past that last hump yeah. before it's really good. And that's yeah. the thing that drives me crazy about the sets with Upper Deck because like, I know the people that work at Upper Deck. They're brilliant. They're yeah. kind yeah. and they know their stuff. Like I've never talked to anybody like Grant who yeah. knows that much about yeah, Marvel. Yeah, like yeah, he absolutely. was an encyclopedia. It was wonderful. It's a beautiful thing. And and I know the people over there love these cards. So hmm. it breaks my And they heart. care about it. I don't know. There's some really iconic inserts in this set. And I think it will make the set very memorable in what they're doing. And it's something yeah. they're also going to do beginnings that I'm really excited about. Okay. So it just breaks my heart that... These, this is so close. This is so yeah. close to being right. Yeah. And uh, to see those little things, I'm just like, oh, man, that's, you know, just take that, you know, it would have been that much better. But mm. it's a special set. It, it is. really is a special set. Okay. Well, I'm, listen, I'm going to go for a base one to 200. Um, I'm slightly taken with the golds, but I'm, I, try I like not the to gold. Do, yeah. I try not to do parallels anymore because no, I would just I do just, one, you know. So I'll do base one to 200. However, I already know of a few characters I'm going to do mini rainbows of. Now, when Whoa. I say mini rainbows, I'm going to stop short of um, the cray cray that is, and it's, it's weird when you look at this, they've clearly got two different brandings going on, which are possibly to do with the effect of the card and the print of the card. So you've got the PMG. Now, there's only actually two cards in the set called PMG. There's the red and the green. That's it. Please remember that, everybody. So it's just the red and yeah, the green. Yeah, there's just red and not, green. Yeah, the other stuff is called light FX. That's right. Or the FX. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's so gold light FX unnumbered. They're really regular. They're in blasters. They're and very regular. Bags, you know, they're, all, they're very nice though. I would say yeah, they're they are nice. they're on the same level as the grandiose yeah. for me on this side. They're, they're, they're all nice. Uh, you got the yellow light FX, which is blaster exclusive. We'll talk about blasters in a minute. You've got a PMG, red and green. Yeah. Then you've got the other light effects that are numbered. So you've got pink, which is out of 75, turquoise out of 50, orange out of 25, and purple, which is the one of one. Yep. Um, so I'm, I, I, in, in all honesty, this set has priced me out. I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to be able to put together those numbered parallels for Black Cat. Unless the market, I mean, there's they're changes. insane. You have it's to just wait crazy. until Com C and after EPAC when people oh, are offloading. And even then, like, there's no reason yeah. to buy into this. Mm. We were just talking about this before, and Ian was like, "Hold it, we'll save it for the podcast." Yeah. So I'm 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 looping back to this moment now. Okay. Um, I just want to have like a small conversation about the value. And I'm trying to say this correctly to not have a mob outside where I live. 
what is the value we're placing on cards that are low numbered? Mm-hmm. Like where where's the hobby going by putting these kind of astronomical values on cards that are low numbered? And the only thing different from the card is the coloring. Yeah. And even more simply, like for MM8, MM16, 1820, the, the color of foil on, on the border. So nothing else of the card, just the color of foil on the border. Where is this hobby going if we're going to start valuing those at such an extreme level where all that has changed is the numbering of the card? Mm. Like I'm worried about the uniqueness of our hobby. And I know this isn't all card hobbies and I know people are going to argue with me, but I don't care anymore. I'm so tired. (laughs) I think I'm more of just thinking like, like I really love comic cuts because they're a piece of history. They're unique. They won't cut up certain books as much or if ever. That to me is really beautiful. And I love that for us as a Marvel card community because we're Marvel fans. And I feel like that's like, that's like having the sh- a piece of Spider-Man's costume in some way. And I just think that's so special. Um, and the retro animated thing, right? That feels like a Marvel card. It has that 90s beautiful thing about it. You know what I mean? And I, I don't mean to be harping on nostalgia. What I'm saying is like, what's our identity? And I know this yeah. is like a stupidly ridiculous thing to talk about with cards and to be so sincere and whatever. It's just, just something I enjoy and I, and I hope it's not coming off corny, but I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I've been thinking about that a lot, like looking through the surfer collection, like I'm doing this whole categorizing thing now. Cause I'm, I'm going to do the next stage with my collection. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, if, how do you feel about this, Ian? Cause I, and I know, I hope I'm not waxing too poetic for too long on this. I know it's supposed to be a review, buddy, but. Well, my feeling is this, and I actually made notes on this. If you're going to be creating sets for that secondary market, and that's what it feels like Spider-Man. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Crazy numbered parallels up the Swahili. I actually wrote the word Swahili. Swahili. I don't. I don't. I, and spell <laughs> I check see how you spelled me. that. Yeah, spell check was like, are you sure you mean Swahili? The paperclip appeared. Like, All of a sudden, it was Windows 2003. Um, then at least make the Clippy. Clippy appeared. Then at least make the art used work. Make it appealing. So that's that's the, that's the issue I have. If you're going to do numbered parallels of things at least keep the quality there and i think i think that that's that's dropped because you're asking if you took the number off that card and people don't give it a second look then something is wrong something is wrong something is wrong um so yeah and that that's kind of where my head's at with it um i just you know i want to own all the black cat cards you know, the different versions of, course. of it. Of course I do. Of course. I'm a black cat collector. That, that's how it happens. But I'm not sure, and that's the thing, I'm not sure if I want to be spending two, three, four, five, six hundred dollars on another image of Amazing Spider-Man 194 for the high series ver- parallels. And this is like for each version of it, based on the prices that are out there at the moment. Or for the low series, on art that isn't even, you know, they've it's weird. We saw the earlier that version of the that. artwork yep. from this, and it was a J. Scott Campbell artwork 
Um, and they've chosen to go with the one where for a brief period of time, because this is no longer the case, she had a costume that had no fluffy kind of thing around the collar and she was uh, neck high and she had these things on her shoulders, these orange triangular things that look like eyes. I yeah. can't remember the, the era that, that that came up in, but it's no longer current. So actually, when you look at the low series, it's not even her most latest. It's not her, it's most, not her most latest, latest thing. Yeah. Um, and and so for me, I'm like, well, it's an it's an easy choice. I can't afford it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust my balls trying to afford it. Hundred percent. You know, if it was uh, you know the animated one, I'll chase that because it's lovely. It's not numbered. Yeah. But it's lovely. It's lovely. Um, the Scott Shadow Box, not numbered, but it's lovely. Freaking awesome. Palladium is is pretty darn special. That Palladium um, is is. I've seen multiple people yeah. talk about that Black Cat Palladium. It's yeah. a beautiful. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's so when I'm looking at the set, value for me isn't in where the numbering is. The value for me is in the quality of the image. I love that. Now, if you add that, if you add the quality of the image to the numbering then it becomes something where I'm living on ramen noodles for a week because I want to own the numbered parallel because I'm passionate about the card. But if right. it's a card I'm not passionate about that has numbered parallels, then I'm not going to not going to be so completist about it. And also I can't afford to be, you know. But here's the thing. I but have see, seen... Would you want to afford to be, though? Like, that's where I'm at now. Like, even if you have the money, and I know there's a different level of thinking when you have the money and it doesn't affect you when you spend it, yeah. you don't care and you go for it anyway, maybe so. But like, you have to have some principles as a collector. You know what I mean? It's not about having everything. It's about having the things that mean something to you. Yeah. And maybe yeah. I'm a different, maybe that's different for other people. And I, I might be on a different. I mean, we're there, not the type of people who can afford to buy 10 or 12 cases. You know, we we simply aren't. You know, we we don't have that disposable income. You and me. Um, so see, but that's cracking boxes. I've never been a person to crack product. Have you been? Like, are you that type of person? Like, I like packs. I like opening very boxes. Few, it's awesome. Very few sets, but that's simply because I haven't had the money to outlay to to buy into it. That early. see, I wouldn't do it if I did. I guess yeah. that's the difference. The only ones I, just, I have, I'm just not the person for the that. only ones I have are masterpieces sixteen and eighteen, on uh, at that level. Um, I, I was, you know, Masterpieces 20 came out at a time when COVID was going on and, you know, I was paying off debt. So oh, I yeah, couldn't do that. Right. So, I, you know, I couldn't do that. Um, I managed to get a single box of, of this. I managed to get a single box of Masterpieces 20 and, just, you know, for the experience of opening it. And it was beautiful. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, I can um, see that. And a that box makes of X Men Metal for the experience of opening it. Yeah, um, anime. I maybe did three books. So, so yeah, you know, I, I'll, I'll, anime I'll dabble and I'll dive dive in uh, when you know when I can. But I've, I've, you know, I used to buy, and even then, it was only a single case back in the um, Inkworks and Rittenhouse days. Buy a whole case of something, you know. Um, I'm not. I could get that. all the. Yeah, I did it for. One of the Lost series, I did it for Firefly, and I did it for Dangerous Divas, set one. That must have been fun. It was. Um, and out of, I think I got 12 boxes in a case, I want to say. Yeah, I think that's what it 12. is for Spider-Man. I it's think that's what 12. they told me. Yeah. I think, um, no, I don't remember those sets, but I think it's 12 for Spider-Man. Yeah, maybe. on the Rittenhouse sets, I think it was 10 or 12 boxes a case. Rittenhouse uh, did it right. Part. Um so you're guaranteed to get 12 um, sketches. We'll talk about sketches for this in a moment. Um, 
And yeah, so it's good. But I can't, you know, I can't do that now. You know, I don't have that disposable income. Um, but that's the thing. I'm not sure I would, even if I did. See, that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I don't think no. I would. I don't think I, because, and you and I are character collectors, so it's different. People who are buying multiple cases, and we've seen people do this with 16. We've seen this pe- mm. be done throughout every set. Mm. You know, people who buy multiple cases are really looking at like, okay, I'm going to control a percentage of the set. I'm going to trade for what I want. No worries. I have the money to do it. I'm going to have a strong hold mm. on this set. And I think that's what ends up happening with a lot of collectors who go mm. about that strategy because they have the cash to make the strong yeah. hold. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm more of like a hound dog. I like sniffing this shit out. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I do. I like, I like eBay. I like hitting up people. I like the whole, you know, finding it. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Which is nice. Which is nice. Which is nice. Which um, is fun. The hunt. So, I'll, you know, I'll put away, you know, I'll, I'll, I mean, I've, I've just made a note of what I will go for in this set. I so, love it. Um, I've got base one to 200. I said, I might do gold, but I think I've decided in the course of this, that I've, that's the thing I keep chopping and changing. I'm going to go mm. for a planet metal base, which is the aluminium, I think, because it's not numbered. Oh, wow. You like yeah. it that hard? That's yeah, it's not numbered. I know. I just quite like, well, the thing is, the, the thing is with this set, there's not actually that many chase set elements. There's no easy Which I one like. to collect. Yes, yeah. but what I'm saying is they've they've swapped it out and gone for the, the chase set elements there are are really difficult to get. Like Rose Gallery is really difficult. So this is a tough pull. You oh, know, you're, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, Do you see what I, I mean? Like uh, there's, but, <laughs> yeah. no. So in, in ages, you had um, some chase sets that were really easy to get, like Totally Toys and uh, yeah, the, the Ditko one and the yeah. – uh, What was the other one? They did good stuff in um, that ages. And then you, then you had stuff yeah. – that, that then you had chase sets that were a bit tougher to get. It seems like most of the chase sets in this are really tough to get because of the volume of numbered parallels that are going on. Yes. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of made that a tough one. Um, I won't put the shadow box, even though I like the artwork and the design on them, simply because they're too thick. So for me, that's a storage no-no. It's just like, it's just like... <laughs> storage no-no. Yeah, I can't, I I can't it. do it. If I can fit it into a binder page, that's fine if I'm getting accumulating stuff. But yeah. otherwise, you know, otherwise, I just haven't got room. Um, so, uh, so base... I like the four page. Yeah, base four, one to two. I like yeah. Yeah, base one to do hundred will do me. Um, palladium, I might pick up if because uh, I imagine the the value on those will go once he pack hits. Oh, palladium's going to go straight down set. the tubes. Yeah, ha- um, that poor guy. That I mean, that poor guy. I mean, maybe he got what he deserved. Or she got what she. Oh, is this the Wolverine guy from X-Men? Man? Back in the day, yeah. that person, I, that person either wanted to make a statement, pump it, or whatever, or maybe they didn't know. Which is what oh, maybe they didn't heart. know. Well, I have seen one thing that annoys me is I'm seeing people list shadow boxes as SP when they're not. I saw oh, it on yeah. eBay this Trickery. morning. Trickery, um, trickery. Because if you look at the inserts on this set, let me find the shadow boxes. So the uh, shadow boxes don't become SP until you get to card number 19. Yep. And then it's 19 through 24, and then 25 through 30 are SSP. Okay. Yep. So that's fine. Um, but when you – and why is Spider-Punk an SSP? Oh, my goodness me. I, I would – if it I was looks good. Set, I will say would, that. Uh, Spider-Punk. Spider-Punk. <laughs> anyway. I understand, but it does look good. <laughs> but but I, I like the fact that – and actually, I'm looking through here. Spider-Man, actually. Hey, see mm, – well, it's listed as SS26, so it's SSP. It's, P, it's listed as Peter – oh, that's Peter Porker. Sorry, SS28 is Peter Parker. So there isn't I actually see, a I card think- called Spider-Man. In the, I've seen in the, the Peter Parker story. card. It's very nice. Yeah. Is but it, I is, don't remember. Is it dressed up as Spider-Man, though? I think he is. Because it wouldn't oh make God, sense. I have to look it up. Card. 
I don't even remember who told who had. I don't that. know. I'm I just looking I, at it now. Anyway, I'm blanking. Um, so, but anyway, someone had listed um, one of the cards. Um, it was low number. It was single figures. As SP. It's like, do your research. You know, stop trying to shine yeah. people on eBay. It just, it just, it just bugged me. Um, and the other thing that I'm going to say now, I've, I've, I've not seen a massive amount of the Z Force cards yet. They're out there. Um, the Black Cat one, they've chosen to use a cover where she appeared as Black Cat 29, but it was a variant cover. So as far as I'm aware, there has never been a storyline with Black Cat 29. So there's just, just this random variant cover artwork. It's kind of, kind of like an Elseworlds <laughs> kind of vibe. Um, and, yeah, it just looks a bit odd. So, oh, that is um, odd. So I won't be um, chasing um, the numbered parallels on on the Z Force, uh, although I do have one coming to me via a very kind collector who I won't mention until it's in hand, but someone has found me one and made sure it comes my way, which is really Aww. nice. So thank you to that person. Um, but yeah, I will say so, there's been so many good people in this. There are, there are. Like, yeah, there's just some really, there's some, you know, in all of the, um, in all of the, you know, because the thing is at the moment, everything's priced to recoup on that high box price. And it leads me back to the whole thing that someone at Upper Deck actually mooted this question to me off, off the record. Is like they found it interesting seeing the collector's expectation for the value of the cards in the box once the box is broken to meet the value of, that they paid for the box. And I think that's an entirely unrealistic expectation. Frankly, you know, I, I just because ultimately it's gambling when you look at it that way. So, are you are um, you saying that? Are you saying because I'm I'm, I'm sorry, the stupid internet broke up. Oh, sorry. Are you saying that? No, no, it's not your fault. It's mine. I think there's a storm rolling in. Okay. Um, are you saying that if people spend six hundred dollars on a box, they shouldn't be thinking they're going to get six hundred dollars worth of cards? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think agree. if you go I, in there thinking it's you're going to get $600 a, worth of cards, you, in no, most cases, you're going to be disappointed. The problem is, is that people are turning around and trying to sell them for a combined amount that will make them back close to that $600, which is why we're seeing comic cards at crazy high prices. Um, now, sketch, I get that sketches are really rare in this set because the, the yeah, have become a much rarer insert. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of sketches. Do, yeah, if you pull a sketch, but it's not by an artist that normally commands six hundred dollars on the secondary market. That's worth a thousand dollars. Yeah. Don't, How do you yeah, not know that? Don't list. <laughs> I mean, you can list it at that, and it will just sit there, and it's fine. It'll and, sit there forever. Yeah, Good luck. It'll sit there forever. Good luck. No, it's garbage. Um, like, I just find, I just like, find it really interesting that. seeing people's no, expectations. No, it's not interesting. It's aggravating. It's it, aggravating. It is. I'm trying to be nice. And it's, and it's uh, screw that. I'm done. I'm, tr- I'm trying like, to be nice because I've got my harsh moment coming up. Oh yes, I love it. I want to talk I about. Think... Bl- I want to talk about blasters. Oh, I'm excited. I want to talk about blasters. I'm. I'm. So with sketches. So I will say this, if I'm Predex listening and, and doesn't hate me already, I don't think they did a very good job with the design of the front of the sketch. There's no reason for that Spider-Man to be on the front. 
and their design on oh, the border. Oh, that's right. Yes. On the bottom. That is yeah, too why is the character from pictured the artwork. On the that's yeah, not good. That's, that's, that's really not good. I mean, yeah. there's cat. you could do it as like a subset or have a die cut. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I think so. you need to start becoming a little more creative with your sketch card blanks. I think you need to have some die cuts as well as a regular thing like you did it with Retro where you had that variant where you mm-hmm. didn't have the name of the character. I think some of that is necessary uh, for this instead of just the one card. I think, mm-hmm. I think if you're going to make it a case hit, let's have some of the variety come back if you want yeah, to make yeah, it yeah. rare and people can yeah. sell. I think that's the strategy. But that Spider-Man on the front design wise is just too distracting and it's not good mm. like it doesn't work like on the back it's a beautiful looking sketch black uh mm. bank uh back mm. of the card is mm. very pretty but mm. the spider-man on the front does not do it any justice is totally yeah. distracts from the artwork yeah yeah it's exactly i mean especially when an artist spent so long doing so the front long. of the card you don't want to ha- you don't want to be the best thing about the card to be his ass so um thank you <laughs> to sum up like they think you were just saying um i want to talk about the blasters now the blasters, blasters. Are, now i went into a, a target in boston because we don't have them over here in the uk um i went into a target That's in right. boston because i genuinely do enjoy the target experience it's, it's a brilliant shop to, mm. and i buy all my underpants there um i mean literally Can't i get do better every, than that no literally every time i go to america i stock up on underpants because the american stuff just fits me better <laughs> I got a fat ass. Anyway, that's so, the way to do it. Um, just American clothes, just generally. But um, I went into the Target on the day of release, and of course, the blasters aren't there yet because I didn't really know this. And it's been the first time Apodex done blasters. I mean, blasters who would know? I didn't know one knew. Everyone many was years, waiting. You know, everyone was, everyone yeah, yeah, was yeah. checking them. So it took maybe about a week. Maybe about ten days for them to start appearing in Target. For them and then, to start appearing, yeah. yeah, they actually appeared on the Target website first, um, yep. and someone posted the link UK time about six seven a.m. Uh, and spotted it had gone live. So I went on. You could buy three in one order. I bought two because that's that's what I could afford. Um, and uh, um, they've gone to uh, my buddy in America, Donnie, who is going to mail them over to me with a couple of other bits. Nice, great, it's wonderful. So they they have they did sell out eventually online, and they have been restocked online a few times and subsequently sold out. They have now started appearing in stalls physically at Target. Um, I haven't seen anyone pick them up from Walmart, but they've certainly appeared in Barnes and Noble, which is brilliant. Yeah, um, that is really cool. And so people are buying them. And and what I love, I'm going to tell you what I love about the blasters. Listen. What I love about the blasters is that you don't have the numbered parallels in them. And you know what? I do like that. Bring it, bring it, baby. Because you do have the base cards. You do have the golds. You do have the grandiose. People have pulled palladiums out of there. People have pulled sketches out of there. I've seen people pull some animated series stuff out of there. And now I know the odds on those are much longer when you compare them to the boxes. But actually, when you even them up in terms of the number of cards in the blast and number of cards in the box, and when you consider the fact that the boxes – are at retail price twenty nine ninety nine. I made that uh, dif- I made that stress on the uh, retail price because I'm going to talk about uh, flipping in a moment. Is um, is Smart. is good value? It's really it good value. And so, someone that we know who did a really nice review of our last episode, um, a gentleman called Alan Michael, is coming back into the hobby ah, because he feels he, he can he can buy them without stressing without paying 600 a box and actually sure. build the set and enjoy the set without going 
bankrupt, at least you know, I'm yep. paraphrasing. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I've read into it what he said. If I got that wrong, Alan, please reach out and slap me. But that's what I've read into it. And just seeing the joy on his posts again after so long of not posting um, because he's able to buy these and he spent less than the cost of one hobby box, you know, less than five, six hundred dollars. And he's he's almost put together the entire base set. He really has. I mean, and he's he's, he's a true set collector, though. Yeah. He's like yeah. legit. But he's, but he's enjoying it. You know, he's he's not fussed about the number chase. And he's you know, having a good time. That's fine. He's having a great time. And he's 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 doing. You know, I'm not signing this off yet, but he is enjoying collecting. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> which is which is great. I like that. Um, but. <laughs> Now, I know that this happens, and I know that it doesn't matter how many times I stand on the beach swearing at it, it's not going to stop this tide coming in. Um, And I know that it happens all the time in the sports world and in the Pokemon world. But I still think that if you go onto the Target website or you go into Target and you pick up something priced $29.99 specifically to then make profit off it, and deny someone else the opportunity to buy it at $29.99 and list it on eBay at 100, 120, 150. Your account Jesus. with a silent O. Yeah, I do. What I'm going to say. <laughs> and there's, you know, and and I'm sorry, but I'm like that guy, you know, that that meme that where, where that guy sat there and he's got a cup of coffee and a white piece of paper and he sat in a park somewhere. They fight me. Like, he's like, such and such and such and such changed my mind. Changed like, my mind. That's you, it. You will, you will never change my mind on that. It's, 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 it's behavior. It's just. It's, it's a scam. It's, yeah, it's a flea it market behavior. It is. You're it going is just, somewhere. It's the same people who go yeah, to card shows yeah, exactly. and sell these things yeah. for a markup because yeah. they were the a-hole who went over there early ass in the morning and yeah. bought it all and decided to clean out a shop and resell it. Yeah. And I know people say, well, that's America. And I was like, well, congrats. You've, yeah. you've been a douche. Yeah, like, oh, whatever, man. Like, yeah, it's it just ridiculous. It doesn't matter what country you're in. It's just, it's just, it's just. Behavior. So what I am loving is the fact that some people have been able to get some nice stuff and their kids are opening them because it's in retail and that's what it's about. That you know that's what I want. If, if you want the nice. hobby to grow, yep. Then I don't I don't understand how you can be wanting the hobby to grow, wanting a new generation to get into um cards, wanting people to have access to these without the markup that the distributors put on them that I protect wash their hands over because we can't control it. I don't believe that for a second. Um, yep. 100%. I, you know, if you want to take that that frenzy out of the marketplace and you can at least acquire the cards and enjoy the art, whatever you think of the art choices, you know, because that's yep. just our opinion at the end of the day, you know, opinions mm-hmm. aren't ourselves. Everyone's got them, us included. Yeah. And as we sit on them and talk to you from this Wait, podcast, you have one? Oh, yes, believe it or not, it's quite a hefty one. Um, I'm I'm sitting here and, you know, we're sitting here talking about the set. At the end of the day, it's just our opinion. And believe it or not, I actually really do like the set. I think it's a great set. I think, I think it's, it's a great set. I think it's. I think it, it gives me real optimism for the fact that Upper Deck will be getting on track with things. It gives me real hope that the next metal set will, you know, improve even further because you can tell that Upper Deck are listening to collectors. They're listening yes. to what we say. They're listening to what other people say who may be saying different things and have different opinions. That's fine. Everyone's got a different opinion. That's okay. Um, but if you want the hobby to grow... You can't also at the same time, I don't think, and I might be wrong, I don't think you can also at the same time be perfectly happy for people to buy a $29.99 box, take it home, not even open it, not care about what it is, just know that you can try and get $100 for it on eBay. 
because it doesn't bring anything back into the hobby. We had the no, same yeah. debate in the ticketing world, because I've worked in live entertainment ticketing, about scalpers. They don't care who the artist is. The hotter the better from their point of view. The money they make doesn't go back into the industry doesn't support, you know, musical talent growing, coming up, doesn't support bands, doesn't support investment in, in infrastructure, it doesn't support venues, it doesn't support any of the ecosystem that exists around the music industry. It's a nope. similar thing, with car, you know, with, 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 with cards to a degree, doesn't support the card shows, doesn't support the dealers that are out there. Um, you know, I don't think in the long term it supports the manufacturers and the licensees either. But listen, it doesn't do anything. But it, it, it doesn't. You're absolutely right. It happens, and it will carry on happening. But that's my opinion of it. Um, and um, yeah, that's all I've got to say on that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm digging it. Uh, Rogues, I'd like to, like I said, but it's too spicy. So I'm going to go for base one two hundred, um, and I might try for the animated series as well. I think but, that's a good one. But I'm going to build mini rainbows of some of the characters I like. That's and you know fun. what? Having shown my daughter some of them, so is she. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So, so the Captain Marvel low is brilliant art. Love it. It's really good. It's um, so good. You've seen that one, haven't you? It's really joyous. Mm -hmm. right. Really nice. Uh, the Black Widow low is cool, but as Eugene said on his box break, it's got a weird ropey hand just in front of her underneath the metal banner, which is... I really don't like that. When he said that, I was so happy I was there to watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, it's I strange. Love, I love her. So I many love good Black her Widow art choices, yeah. But I freaking hate how gross yeah. that hand is coming over the border. There are so like many... It just... Mm. Look at it. There are so many good oh, we have it up. artworks of Black Widow that you can do. And yeah, you know, that's got that hand at the bottom. Um, it's so gropey. I mean, it. I'm sure it's because like, he's about to get his, you know, kicked. I don't know. But like, it looks gropey. It, yeah. Especially with the kind of style of how she's, you know, she's quite sexualized. The seductive and, and, kind of so, stuff yeah. she has around her. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if she's just... like coming out of costume. I don't remember the book, <sighs> yeah, but like, yeah. it's a book I don't know. If she's like I mean, it looks like it could be a cover. Outfit. It looks like a cover piece actually. Uh, the Captain Marvel's gorgeous. Um, uh, Ghost Spider. I'm sorry. It's Spider-Gwen. I'm going to call it Spider-Gwen. Um, I love, Spider I love that. And my daughter loves that character as well. It's a um, really nice one. I like the Spider-Man 29, 2999, 2099 <laughs> Spider-Man quite a bit. Oh, I, I, don't like think I don't think I've got that one yet. So I don't have it here. I like I, the high I only series the and the low series. Yeah. I'm, I'm I only broke the one, one box. Um, the well, Spider-29 yeah, really is great really anyway. Um, it's such a good character design. Um, for people who like Nova, I think they've lucked out in both the, the low and the high series. The Nova 100%. is really good. Yeah, I think they got super uh, lucky. The Nick Fury art just doesn't make any sense, low or high series. Um, I hate that. To me. Um, well, the, the, high, high the high series, series looks like... like he's drunk. I must not remember it. Oh, the high series is the close-up? The horrible yeah, close-up? where he's there. Like, no, no, he's, no. Like, ah, he's obviously shouting on that. the battlefield, yeah, but it looks so like stupid. he's hammered. Um, it looks dumb. The Madam Web, uh, the low series is gorgeous. I won't be um, very nice. rainbowing that one. I'm looking at it. So, you know, uh, I'm giving you some positive notes here. I think the Mayday Parker, both low and high, are brilliant. So awesome. I love them. Uh, the Mars Morales um, low series is great. It's that neon kind of airborne kind of vibe. Uh, my daughter very loves it because of Spidey of and his friends. Yeah, I don't like the close up of the high with him 
taken off the mask. I know no, how I significant that moment is. Oh, yeah, but I think I they, yeah. the cropping is wrong. Yeah. You know what should, I mean? It's not the image selection. They should have pulled back on yeah. that. They should have pulled back on that. I love the low series Craven. I don't know why J. Jonah Jameson's got so much oxygen in the set. He's, he's, he's all over it. That's um, weird. Too much. Hawkeye shouldn't be in the set. I'm looking for it now. Doc Ock, I think, works brilliantly on both levels. The ones that work really yep. strongly, I think they've got a deeper bench of images from, apart from Aunt May and um, Ben, uh, are the ones from the Spidey's universe. <laughs> yep. Scorpion, enough. Void um, Vulture, all yeah. the Sinister Six characters the on the high Shocker. series. Uh, it's great. Because uh, they've got McFarlane artwork on some of them as well, which is that great. Venom. That oh. Venom is going to be hunted down forever. Oh, that Venom is so good. Uh, Winter Soldier. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Winter Carnage Soldier artwork on low series. I quite like the I artwork. Like it, but I just like don't think it works just, on a card. I don't think it works on the card. The art is no. fine. It's just, it's very close to Punisher it, it looks too. Like, by, um, just by a glance. It's Alex you know Malief. I mean? It's Alex Malief and his dark. It's, I, an, it's sure great it art. It yeah. has nothing to do with the art. It's just yeah. a strange card to frame in a card. No issue with it's a strange art. image to frame on a card. Yeah. Um, Toxin. Yeah, there's a number of symbiotes. Toxin yes. was great. Silver I was Mane. surprised. Silvermane is two. good. Yeah. Spider-Man Noir is great. Killed um, that one. That's a great one. Spider-Ham. So yeah. Dude, let's, like Spider-Ham, they oh, did a great job Peter with Parker that. being in the set a lot. Peter, Peter, Peter Porker, Porker. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Peter Porker. Peter Porker. I don't want to talk about the, the low series artwork. I don't want that, to talk about that. Because That's that ridiculous. is potentially worse than the art made bong. It's just, I mean, literally. It's, it's close to that eye boy level. Well, the troll one, what's the guy with on the computer with the hair and the and the beard? That's Alistair Smythe. That's him. That's oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the high series one I'm talking about. Looks Yikes. like, you know, it's, it's typical. <laughs> looks like fanboy. Um it has that horrible <laughs> connotation. Yeah, it does. But Jackal, Vulture, they've, they've got the, yeah, the high series for the original Spider-Man characters. They've they've chosen, they've done well for the majority of them, aren't they, Ben, notwithstanding. Um, so, you know, you can't argue with that, even though I find an excuse to. So, yeah. Um, and Silver Sable, low series, a high series. Beautiful. A high Silver series. Sable. They've just chosen a really odd image. You see, that's the one that could do with a little bit of a zoom, just a little. It's an odd choice of an image, but the low series one is a very nice portrait. Mm. Like, uh, not portrait, but you know, yeah, a quarter, three quarter body, or whatever you call it. But she's in, she's in her action gear. That's the thing. If you're going to picture someone in their civvies, um, someone, someone did Ah. say for the Silver Sable High series that it looked a bit Karen. Looks a bit Karen. Yeah, we might be. Oh, Eugene really? Again. Just make me laugh. Eugene was throwing out Eugene was comment after comment. I was video. dying. I was like, oh man. Um, I have watched more box break videos than just that one. It's just that that's the most recent ones. <laughs> kind of stuck in my mind. Yeah. Um, so obviously plates. I'm assuming must be packs because um, they haven't appeared yet at all. Um, and I'm going to throw something out, and I can't believe we've never talked about this before. We do printing plates for the front of the card, yeah? What happens to all the printing plates from the back of the card? Because some card backs would look okay. Just saying. Oh God, I don't want to see more printing plates. Yeah, but why that not? Say, Well, yeah, you know what I don't, they do? I know, I know there's a lot so- of text on some of them. And I, I, I get that, but that's fine. So I know some of them might look a bit weird if they're of a color spectrum that wasn't used in the text. But given the amount of design on the back of the cards, 
and some of them are quite heftily designed, you know, with especially on these. If you look, some of the you've backs got a replication. Are iconic. Yeah, you've power got a replication scale, of the I mean, image. You've got the yeah, power scales. No, I, it's nice. It, you want to up your hits without doing all this numbered parallel malarkey and put some more ones and ones in there. But, you know, they've told us that plates are one of the cheapest inserts they have because they're a byproduct of the production process. They cut them up, they sand them down, they put a sticker on, they stick them in the in the product. Well, what they what I like even better. What they do so in tops, well, tops, tops is now going away, but tops is tops does a Star Wars set called Masterworks, which mm. you know of. Mm. On the Masterworks printing plates, what I love is that you'll get the printing plate of the character, mm. but the back will be normal. So you so, Ooh, so they, say what, that again, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's a printing so, plate with the card back on it, yeah. It's it's metal. It's a plate. It's everything's the same, but instead of just a sticker label like we're used to, but they, they sandwich actually, it with a card back. Okay, wow. And That's it's not sandwich. It's like actually printed on the metal or something like that. I'll show you. Oh wow! But no, no, it's really freaking nice. Like that's what I want. I want to see that. I don't oh. want to see this sticker stuff on the back anymore. We need to. Well, I do. I don't mind it because it tells me. Well, when they remember I, to do it, because not all sets do it, it tells me what color it is. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, did I get rid of it? But you mentioned something in passing about tops going away, and I'm really behind on industry news. So, what, 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 what did you mean by that? Oh, Fanatics bought out tops. I know they bought out tops. I didn't realize that they were. Planning to retire the brand? Well, no, that- no, they're not going to retire the brand. What I mean oh, is, okay. like, the people working at Tops. So oh yes, yeah, I know. There's been massive changes. Yeah, there's different know. decisions being made by a different company now, which is oh, what okay. I meant. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, anyway, so overall, let's just just sum it up. Marks out of ten on this one. Let's just let's just let's just bring down to brass tacks. Marks out of ten for this set. Bear in mind what you might have given because we've never done an out of ten. So we've got to think about the context of it. How much would I'll I do? Them? Let's do this then, because it's Metal the first X-Men time we're seeing a Metal Universe yeah. Yeah. modern set. Yeah. So we'll give a grade to X-Men, and yeah. let's give a grade to Spider-Man as well, okay. so people can see the difference. Let's do X-Men first. Okay. I've got to, I've got to get around the fact that I'm more a Spidey person than an X-Men person. Just think about that set and my and experience And the things that are going it. into my grading, so, we'll, so we're on the same page, right? Here mm-hmm. are some, like categories uh quality control yep image selection Mm -hmm. diversity of inserts yep longevity of the set Mm -hmm. i think those are four that's fair yep i think so that's what's going into my score what's coming back to me time and time again about metal x-men universe is the fact that pmgs were pmg in name only that's what's coming back to me time and time again. Say again? I, I misunderstood. Well, PMGs in Metal X-Men universe were PMGs in name only. The quality of them was Correct. not even Correct. close to what they should have been. So, no, uh, Which is why I'm, I still fail to understand why people chase them and, and cover them so much. But everyone's different. Everyone collects in a different way. So um, I'm, I'm going to be quite harsh on that. It's going to be five. Yeah. I'm like I'm at it like uh, I'm on I'm on like the six point five. That's where I'm at. I'm close to you. Mm, That's where I'm at. Because for Spider Man, I'm at seven point five. 
Spider-Man, I'm probably I'm leaning a little higher, mm-hmm. just around eight or eight point five, maybe eight. Eight point five seems yeah. too high. But you're right. I think we're on the same level. Yeah. I, th- What's pulling me range. down is the fifth one there, which is experience of collecting it. Now I know a lot of that is outside of a. Oh, control, good one. That's a great one. If you that's, think we about, we need to write these down. Yeah, this needs to be a thing. Well, we've recorded it, so one. that's handy. <laughs> oh. Sh- there we go. I sometimes you and I talk and I forget we're actually recording. Yeah, I know, so sorry. I know. Well, that's that's the best way, isn't it? Let's face it. It is the best way. It's nice. Um, it feels authentic. So yeah, but listen, uh, I dig it. I love it. Um, I tend to collect Spider-Man sets, and you know, I'm, I've stopped set building as a whole. But I, I, you know, I'm. I want to have the Spider-Man sets at least. So I still need to, I'm a long way short of finishing Fleurotra Spider-Man 95. It's only been 27 years here. What are you doing? But um, yeah. Can I tell you something scary that occurred to me the other day? Please. We're two years off the 30th anniversary, 30th anniversary of Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that thought oh. occurred to me and I started oh, no. feeling really old. Oh no. Yeah, I'm turning <laughs> oh god, I'm turning 37 this month. Oh, goodness me. Snoogans. Yeah. <laughs> Snoogans. Emily's already messing with me. For those in the audience that will understand that. Um 37. I don't understand it. Well, yeah. it's it's like 36, but just a bit older. Anyway, so. Oh, oh, is that how we're going to go? That's that, fine. That That's note. okay. Yeah. No you know what? I think we've done. Whatever. But can I just say, can I just say, Upper Deck, thank you for listening to Collectors on this set. Um, I know we've, I know we've been, I know we've been, I know we've been hopefully constructively critical on this episode um, because we care, you know, we want, we want it to be the best possible. And I know you guys do at Upper Deck as well. So um, I just want to say to the guys at Upper Deck, thank you for um, listening to collectors on this one. Thank you for making improvements yes. since the X Men set. And um, I don't know if they're allowed to buy their own product, but can I sign off with this episode with a slightly different sign off? Whoa! History that's, in the making. That's, that's aimed specifically at Upper Deck. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down? Oh, wait. Let me make sure. Yep. Good. I am sitting. Right. Enjoy manufacturing. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MTCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting. Collecting.